My girl Alexa, she'll she'll fucking ride you like sea biscuit, but your back will be <laughs> so fucking good at the end. It's fantastic. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves at Foul Entertainment Talk Podcast, and today we're going to be discussing all of the happenings of the E3 2016 conferences. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Darren. I'd love that new opening, by the way. I like saying I'm always blank and I'm always blank. We get to talk about video games, Michael. Finally! We very rarely get to talk about video games We didn't post our podcast of E3 2015. we didn't. It's a lost episode. Um, If I do find it, then I'll put it somewhere. I don't know where. Uh, but yeah, we get to talk about video games, and boy howdy, there was a lot of video games at E3 this year. A lot! A surprising amount of new stuff from some people, and a surprising amount of, okay, we get it, from a lot of others. Yes, but I would say overall, an exciting E3. I think probably one of the best in recent history. Yeah, not not a groundbreaking one, not one like a game-changing, those are usually reserved for when we get new consoles. Yeah. We, we didn't really get that. Uh, this. I'm sorry for the small clove avalanche in the background. Um... <laughs> But but overall, it's looking like a pretty exciting year. That was the other good thing as well. Not many like coming twenty twenty, or coming ten years in the goddamn future. Or just future. like coming. Yeah, just a lot of it's coming. It's coming now. Be excited. Yeah, a lot of games had dates, which is very good. But we shall start at the top, as is tradition, with the first conference on day zero of E three, as they're now calling it, uh, yeah. with EA. Now EA, I don't think had a lot for me. I'm not EA's target audience, I will admit that. I don't know. I think they had an old... Well, uh, you know what? Having looked at my list again, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah. Let's just start at the top of their conference, probably the best, with a game that actually I wasn't interested in, and now I am. So mm-hmm. they've done their job. Titanfall 2, I'm interested. So am I. It was never released on the PlayStation, though I believe we were promised it. It was like, it's coming on the PlayStation eventually. We, uh, after they released Titanfall 1, they said the sequel will be on PS4. Uh, so technically, they're living up to their promises. Right. Okay. Titanfall 2, a sequel to the mech-based and ground-based FPS. Um, it was an Xbox One exclusive at launch, yep. uh, but now is a multi-platform for Xbox One, PC, and PS4, which good. is coming out this year on October 28th. Sweet. All good. The, the, well, this thing, it always looked like a very fun game, but I don't even think I would have bought the original based on the fact that it was... Multiplayer on, only. Multiplayer only, which I'm just not about. This one, we have a single player mode confirmed. And it's about the Titans having built-in AIs and personalities. I'm all about that. That sounds cool. It does sound cool. The great thing about this is that well, even though it leaked, even though the single player stuff leaked, they still showed off a very impressive trailer. Yep. For the single player campaign, they showed off some impressive footage of the multiplayer stuff. And now the Titans have swords, so I'm happy because it's giant robots with giant swords, and Actually, that's how I, you make Mike happy. It was. This feels like the game that Titanfall One should have been. Yeah. Like this feels like much more of a coming out party, whereas that first one, the first one, very much felt like the original Portal. Like it was a small part of a big game, and then this feels much like Portal Two. Yeah. The, the, I the fully fledged, deep. What's the word I'm looking for? Not deep. Interesting. It just looks good, Michael. It looks good. When Will's found me, I'll just say it looks good. That will do. Um, yeah, Titanfall does look amazing, which is very good, considering that the first one felt more like, uh, kind of like a tech demo, as it was. It was multiplayer only. It kind of felt like, because it was Respawn's first game, you see, the offshoot right, okay. of Infinity Ward. Basically, all the talent from Infinity Ward up and left and started Respawn. 
And th their first game was Titanfall, and now they're doing Titanfall 2. Uh, Respawn also doing something with Star Wars, but we'll come to that in a minute. Um, Battlefield 1 got a big showing at the end of the show, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't need to see any more of Battlefield 1. I've seen plenty of Battlefield 1. But Battlefield 1 keeps coming up across all the conferences. Well, I think it's because it made such a big splash with its debut trailer that I think a lot of people wanted to glom onto it. You know what I so... didn't need to see? I didn't need to see Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg playing Battlefield 1. Not something I needed in my life. I missed that part. Yeah, it happened after the conference. They uh, did like a big multiplayer match. Why? Snoop Dogg literally was so stoned he was running against the walls. It was hang on, hang on, hang on. beautiful. So, so what connection exactly do Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg have to Battlefield 1? I'm assuming the contracts they were paid oh. to play Battlefield 1. So Snoop Dogg in World War 1 seems like an excellent idea. <laughs> but uh, but I, I doubt it's going to happen. Here's the thing with Battlefield 1. I'm tired of seeing it now, but I'll play it. It looks fun. I like it. It's a nice return to like to it. form, to classic FBSs of, of that age. Yeah. They're, they're taking a, a, a loose interpretation of World War One. It's ultimate reality. Say. It's ultimate reality. World War One. But they confirmed that you can fly zeppelins, and that's all I wanted. That, but that's going to be incredibly slow, Michael. I know they're it's going like, to be so. Funny. It's going to be like the Atats in. That's in, what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that or it like is like that. the blimp in Grand Theft Auto <laughs> that was just diabolically slow and no good for anything. <laughs> It's still good, though, and we did get, a, uh, I mean, admittedly, the same trailer three fucking times, yeah, which do. was annoying, but the game looks fine, so, you know what, I'll, gi I'll give them this, because after Hardline, which was a fairly crap game, yeah, this looks like a tr re return to form, and we're it's, going it's back gonna in be time, interesting. it yep. looks fun. We're going to miss it. Uh, of the other good things, I wrote down that the EA Originals thing is a good idea. Oh, this is their in initiative to bring on small indie developers and publish their game. Similar right. to what they did with the game Unravel, uh, which was last year. You know, the, uh, the really nervous guy, and he brought the little yarn. Yes, out. yes, yes. It's essentially them going, right, we're doing more of this. This feels like when a really big company who have got terrible PR history and are just bad yep. do a charity thing. Yep, this is like basically We've opened it. up the Coca-Cola Foundation. <laughs> this is what this feels like. But Unravel was a great game. So if it means more mm. great games like Unravel, I'm all for it. Okay. Their announcement was a game called Fee or Fey or it's it's called F E. It's Iron. The that, game's called Iron. <laughs> that was the noise thing, right? With the cute yeah, little yeah, fox. with the little like marmoset style thing. With I, I was noise. like, this is like hipster gaming. Yeah, it was, it was very. It's indie. a world of noises. I mean, every world's a world of noises. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just the idea of them making more of that is good. Okay. I think. Okay, I, I now we need to get. I need to dive into indie games eventually. Honestly, some of them are great. Some of them are I very, very good. I need to play Journey. I haven't played Journey. It's about the only one I haven't. Everyone played. Everyone makes the Journey's like the greatest thing under yeah, God's they hot do. Sun. I've so not we... played it though. I've ah, not played okay, it. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Unfortunately, by the way, I am reading my notes off of my articles. If you would like to read more in-depth critical analyses of all of these things, then you can go over to fansentertainment.com and check out the Foul Ent on E3 2016 series. By the way, this is what I'm referring to. This is my notes. Plug game is strong. Yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, that's all the good that EA did for me. The rest is pretty shitty. Uh, okay. Well, the, the the obviously the big focus of the, the weird kind of dual 
like conference they had going where they had one in London and one in LA. That made no sense, by the way. Was that, that obviously you want to announce all the FIFA stuff in front of English people because we're just going to be that much more into it. So they yeah. showed off uh, FIFA 17, which you, of course, characteristically threw underneath the bus, Michael, because yep. did, did football hurt you when you were young? I just don't like it. It's uninteresting. But that, but you seem to have the knives out for it, Michael. So don't worry. I can take this. Um, they, they announced a story mode. <laughs> this is so stupid. With a really awkward, like, man walking games. <laughs> yeah. Who I'm like, I know you meant to look like Anthony Martial from Man United. Like, but no, 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 don't. he's Alex Hunter. No, 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 he's meant to be Anthony Martial, yeah, but they couldn't clearly. get Anthony Martial. So he just walks out and goes, oh, I'm going on a journey and you're all coming with me in scripted promos. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mate, I don't. you can create yourself in that game. Why the hell do I want to go on your journey? Plus, then I'm tied to Manchester United, which is incredibly short-sighted. But anyway. Plus, then, does that mean that you only play as him? So, like, you it have seems, to... Well, yeah, you play. can do... FIFA, in FIFA career mode, you can play as yourself, and you only control yourself. Oh, right, okay. And you can do that as a goalkeeper. Whoever has the patience to go through an entire season on FIFA as the goalkeeper, I don't know. But, but there we go. It was really... I mean, Jose Mourinho's bit was awkward as well, yeah. as is every single celebrity cameo in the history of E3. Yep. But what's really odd... It's a big gamble. I don't think it's going to pay off. But what's really odd is they didn't feel the need to add a single story player mode to Star Wars Battlefront. But FIFA 17... Yeah, they're like, yeah. yes, that needs single player <laughs> Football content. has a story to tell. Uh, the one game you actually buy because you want to play it multiplayer all the goddamn time, they put a single player mode in. Hey, yeah. So, your um, impotent rage aside, yeah, that wasn't a great announcement there. You know what else wasn't great? Mm. Star Wars, unfortunately. Do you know what this felt like? Did, was it just me, or did it feel like we were at a marketing conference? Yeah, like, it wasn't even trying to pretend that it was like, don't worry, this games are for you. It's like, please invest. Like Portfolio. No. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, the idea of both Respawn, who make Titanfall... And uh, what's the other name of the other dev? Uh, Dice. Dice. Um, well, Dice are doing Battlefield 2, basically. Dice. Uh, We've been version. Corrupt. I'm just saying words. <laughs> <laughs> the other studio that Amy Hennig is now uh, linked with by the. Mm. Oh, Volition. That's it. No, not Volition. That's a different one. Volatile. I don't, I don't care. Amy Hennig, Rebellion. who was the. Vile Plume. <laughs> Vile Plume. Amy Hennig, who was the writer for Uncharted 4, is working with a studio. Visceral. Visceral Games. Visceral. Working with Visceral Games to create. A new third person, third person, third person action game set in the sequel trilogy. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm at that. Oh, that's cool. Like okay, that. but but right. There's more exciting ways to announce these things. Yeah, as opposed just, to like here's some devs prattling about in an office doodling, and they're going. They're drawing some really good ideas, people. <laughs> and here's some pre-alpha footage of a man walking up to a door frame and leaning on said door. Yeah. <laughs> Pulse pounding. <laughs> no, this felt like yeah, an investors conference. Yeah. Instead of like, woo, video games. And unfortunately, that wasn't the only space thing to get the kind of shafted treatment because Mass Effect got the same thing. Oh, I don't get you. We're still totally working on Mass Effect, guys. Here's an Asari. Have fun. What's an Asari? It's one of the alien races. Oh. It's the, one of the, it's the, bl- thought, it's the blue sexy aliens. That's I thought Mass, Mass Effect Andromeda was coming out soon. <laughs> No, I, I don't know where I got that from, but I nope. thought it was, like, imminent. It got announced two years ago. They ah. showed off um, a pre-rendered CG trailer last year, and then this year we got half a pre-rendered CG trailer, 
and half dev talk. It felt like the shit. It felt like he had booked the conference and then thought, oh, bollocks, we ain't got anything to show, right? We're just going to have to show Caesar. We're just going to have to tell him that stuff is coming. And no doubt there are going to be some good Star Wars games in the pipeline because, frankly, it can't get much worse than fucking Battlefront. But, yeah, this, this, was, this felt really cold and alienating considering yeah. this is... Star Wars, this is not the way to go about it, EA. I'm sure once these games are ready, and all I'm saying is just bring back 1313 and we'll all be happy, but... I thought 1313 was being rejigged, though. I thought nope, they... just gone forever. No, but I thought they were going to, because it was a Boba Fett game. It eventually got leaked that it wasn't about this, you know, generic holdover character. It was going to be young Boba Fett in Coruscant Underworld, which sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, it does. So why would you just throw that away? That's what I don't get. Well, it's... Eesh, there we go. Well, again, this is all like, I flew a camel to the moon once, and yeah, it's like, it's totally yeah. cancelled, guys, but like, the game that any Amy Hennig is working on is sequel trilogy, you've got Battlefront, which is original trilogy, yeah. maybe the Respawn game is prequel trilogy, or Old Republic. Didn't they announce that Battlefront 2 will have a single player mode, or am I dreaming that? Um, I think there was vague talk. Nothing they concrete. only just showed off the DLC for... They said Battlefront the 2 will have sequel trilogy content That's as well it. as original yes, trilogy okay. content. Third person game set in the Old Republic era and third person game set in the sequel trilogy era. Cool. That's it. That's okay. all we know. Well, that's EA done. Yep. Not, a, not, a, not, a, not a smashed out the part there, EA. No. Not really. Pretty, pretty expected from what you would expect from EA. Sequel, 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 FIFA. Yeah, sequel FIFA, FIFA, sequel FIFA. Sports. Poor cameos. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Mourinho. Right, well, next up was Bethesda. Bethesda. Now, this is one you're probably going to have to take the lead on here, Michael, because there was not much in there for me. Other than the HD remake of Skyrim. It was rumoured. People said it was going to happen. It happened. It felt like it's been that long, though, that they really should have been working on the next Elder Scrolls game. I know they had Elder Scrolls Online. Who but... thought it'd been five years? It's been Get five the fuck. years. Oh my god! Since Skyrim first came out, Jesus, it came out whilst I was at university. Holy goddamn! I know, right? I'm I'm looking forward to it for the continuing adventures of Tiberius Baracus because <laughs> I just made the the henchiest man I could possibly do and gave him a club and was ready and killed everybody. <laughs> it was fantastic. Thing um, is, it will come out with mod support, which is the big. thing I did for see that. So I'm hoping for Macho Man Randy Savage Dragons on that, console. or um, I want the mod engine. for where I can be. Unfortunately, I'm the hiking of Sky Cream. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. That's what I want to be. But yeah, that, that's pretty much all I took away from uh, Festus. So take it away, Michael. They had a lot of good stuff. They, off the bat, announced a game that no one was expecting, a new Quake game, which is cool because of the stuff that they've done with Doom with fast-paced, um, gory FPS is now actually being, you know, doable again, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Quake is getting remade. At the minute, it's a PC exclusive, but that's absolutely fine because that's where the competitive scene for Quake is. Mm-hmm. That's grand. Uh, PC so, exclusive game is a rare thing these days. Yeah, a lot of indie games are PC it's exclusive. Pretty so, much you know. FIFA, sorry, Football Manager, whatever year it is, and is, Quake now. and Quake now. Um, there's a lot of D- DLC for Fallout 4 as well. There is the Contraptions Workshop, which allows you to build like um, pulleys and conveyor belts and big machinery, which is fun. There's the Vault Tech Workshop, which means you can build your own Fallout Vault, which is pretty cool. You can also run experiments on the inhabitants, which is badass. Uh, and then, of course, the big final story DLC, uh, which is set in an amusement park called Nuka World. I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. Okay. I like Fallout 4, so you do. that's always Bless good for you. me. Prey is back. Holy fuck. What was Prey? Prey was a, um, not perfect, but quite beloved um, 
first-person shooter on the PC and Xbox 360. Mm -hmm. Prey 2 was announced about four years ago, and it looked incredible, and then they shit-canned it the next year. Ah. But now it's back as a sort of, like, psychological horror game that looks really quite interesting. We haven't seen any gameplay. We've seen uh, pre-rendered CG cutscenes showing off the concept, and it's about, essentially, um, a man who is... Presumably stuck in some kind of weird testing facility and being forced to repeat the same day. He's going through mental trauma because of the stuff he's being put through. So Portal. So Portal, but with more monsters. Oh, okay. It's cute. It looks cool. I'm happy that it's back. Uh, it's coming out for Xbox One, PS4 and PC as well, which is nice. Oh, okay. Um, Bethesda VR, they are doing Fallout mm. 4 in VR. This is big news. That is really big news. Fallout 4 is a fucking huge game. Right. And, and now it's in VR. I wonder what the conversion process is like for VR. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not like it's we're just going to make it, like, stretch the parameters of the video and put it on an Oculus. Yeah. It's on the HTC Vive. Now, do you know what the HTC Vive no. entails? Uh, the HTC Vive is... Isn't that like a phone you just plug into your face? No, that's the Samsung Gear VR. Ah, right. The HTC Vive is, you've got the visor on, as usual, yeah. but you've got two controllers that you hold, like, grips, essentially, yes. and things... And then you have two trackers to track the motion of the thing. So it's really immersive. But Fallout 4 is huge. As in like a huge, huge, expandable walking game. And the HTC Vive tracks movement. A lot of movement. That's why they normally have games that are based in sort of like one solitary room and you walk around the entire thing. Right, okay. So I'm not sure how this is going to work, but I'm excited to watch them do it. It should be quite fun. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, they said they are bringing other games to VR, but nothing that can show off uh, just yet, other than Doom uh, is also getting the VR treatment for Oculus and HTC Vive and all that. Mm-hmm. Dishonored 2 got a big showing, and Dishonored was a good game. I quite liked it. Um, I'm not so hyped on Dishonored 2 because it just looks like more of the same without much innovation but there is a new playable character Michael we have a Pokemon game podcast (laughs) yeah good point good point yeah but actually we'll come to Pokemon stuck in the mud for 25 years solid fair enough if you do one thing well you may as well carry on carry on but Dishonored did a lot of stuff well and they've added a second playable character and a bunch of new powers so if you like Dishonored you're probably going to love this it looks Pretty polished, I must mm-hmm. say. Uh, that is coming out on November the 11th. That's another game this year. Coming out for PS4, PC and Xbox One. That seems to be a trend, by the way. Everything going... All of these platforms except the Nintendo ones. Oh, of course. Of course, um, basically. That, we're not going to get even like that. Especially with NX coming, they're not going to bother now. Oh, no. They haven't bothered anyway. So well, no. They're not going to bother now. Uh, in terms of the stuff that I thought kind of sucked from Bethesda, it was just stuff that doesn't really strike me as interesting. So they have a Elder Scrolls card game that looks deeply uninteresting. Okay. Now, I'm about to praise a card game in a minute, but the Bethesda I one thought was that was shit. this one. Is that the Witcher one? The Witcher one. Yeah, I really liked yeah. it. Um, but there's also some expansion to the Elder Scrolls Online, which people are apparently still playing. I, I, didn't that come out to like a like a wet fart? Yeah, basically. It was, it, it was, I think it was like, like fives across the board. Oh. Apparently they've improved it, and apparently you could now be ranked as a seven. But but that does like, like you come out if you come out fail and then fix it afterwards. It's the same thing happened to DC Online. Same yep. thing happened to uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So the Old Republic just came out crap, and then they retroactively made it better. That's not good. <laughs> I love that noise. Right. Microsoft. Microsoft. Day one. The enemy. <laughs> yep, day one. The um, enemy. Opening up the day. 
I haven't wrote much down for Microsoft. I've got quite a lot down. I think they... This is probably the strongest Microsoft have been in a long time. Probably since the launch of Xbox One. They, since that major catastrophe, they've had to fight to come back. It feels like they're on an upswing at the moment. With one caveat. Okay. I thought it was incredibly strong up until the final reveal of Project Scorpio. Yeah. And I will, and I will tell you for why. Everyone now on the console scene appears to be doing console generations differently. Yeah. The N- Nintendo aren't playing by anybody's rules now and they're just doing what they want. They're not essentially trying to compete in a hardware sense. No. They are gimmicks and, you know, the NX is out next year. Mm-hmm. The next generation of console starts next year, which is, is cause weird. Because it, it's March, right? Uh, March next year, yeah. So they're going to have... They're not going to reveal the console at E3. They didn't. By the time we get to E3 last year, next year, it'll be out. out. That's ridiculous. Yep. How far have Nintendo fallen that they're not even revealing a console eight months out from when it's coming? That's that's something's wrong with that. And yet, Mm. Project Scorpio, which is, which this is Scorpio. Scorpio. Like they're not saying whether it is a brand new console or a variant update of the Xbox One. They're calling it something that's more powerful than the Xbox One, but they're not saying it's the next generation, which is a bit of a shitter. Especially yeah. when you open your conference with, here's the slimmer Xbox One that's faster and got more memory. Who in the fuck is going to buy that Literally thing? no one. Like, no, you've this, killed the market for it in the space of 45 minutes. This comes out this year. This The Xbox One S, by the way, which was leaked before the conference started, yeah. is out this Christmas. Right. Next Christmas, Scorpio's out. Wait 12 months and you don't need to invest in the Xbox. Because apparently Scorpio will run all Xbox One games. That was the very specific line they said. Project Scorpio will run all Xbox One games. Right. Which makes me believe it's a new generation. And it doesn't seem like we've had these consoles long enough to it, do that. I I would be apocalyptically angry if they're already gearing up for a next generation apocalyptically angry so i have to think this is just a boost for vr it's a boost for um uh 4k tvs of which about two people in the country have yeah so but you know it's got to get ready and, and it's a boost for just internal memory i do think I, i'm gonna treat this like the iphone 6s because phones have been doing this for years now well apple have anyway where they'll bring out the big shiny you know the six and then the year later, oh, here's the slightly improved version. Then on to the next one. But this will thing, be a waypoint. That's what Xbox One S was supposed to be. But because it's, it's smaller, quicker, and has more memory. Think what? of that as the five C, Michael, as opposed to the five S. Good God, I because hate the Apple. yes, they, they, when they brought when the sequels to the five came out, there was two of them. There's the five S, which was the improved, bigger, better, faster, stronger. You know, hard. Daft Punk <laughs> our, version. Our work is never over. Yeah. Yes. And then you had the, the 5, which was cheaper, brand new, and was more colourful and pretty, and was meant for a more... It was meant to be marketable to a different audience. They didn't want processing power, they wanted to look good. So I think that's what this is. This is an aesthetical console for people who want it to fit in with their prettier homes. And then the, the Project Scorpio will be the big sledgehammer of just more power... VR runs smoother and all that jazz. But again, they've already killed the market for this thing. If oh, after yeah. 12 months, it's going to be redundant. Yeah, which they is... killed it in an hour. Yeah, they killed Fair it in plan. an hour. <laughs> like, if, if you're going <laughs> to shoot yourself in the foot, do no, it efficiently. Microsoft are the world champions of the, food, for the world 
foot shooting championship. So yeah. so yeah, they're just they're just rolling it through now. Every E three, they've got to kill themselves. They've which, got to dive on their own. Which sword. is just such a shame because the games they showed off actually looks kind of good. Like Gears of War four looks like Gears of War again. Which is good. Yeah. Because after Judgment, we needed a good Gears of War game. Yeah. And this looks like a good Gears of War game. Like, it's, it looks like it looks more like Gears of War 1, which is probably the best Gears of War. Actually, no, Gears of War 2, my favourite. But whatever, it looks good. I will admit, I came in after the Gears of War 4 announcement. I tuned in to Tekken 7. You have no idea the panic that gripped me when I opened up the Microsoft conference to find Tekken 7. I was like... If they've made this a console exclusive, I am going to kill people. Thing is, I was like, it came on and I was like, Heihachi came on and I was like, oh, Tekken 7. Then Akuma from Street Fighter was like, oh, oh, it's Tekken X Street Fighter. And I got really excited. It's happening. It's happening. That was what I was like. And then it went Tekken 7. I'm like, what? I presume this is just a sign that they're just going to scrap Tekken X Street Fighter. It's been so long since Street Fighter X Tekken. They're just going to throw Akuma, Ryu, Ken... Etc. Eddie Honda into Tekken 7. Have like five or six of the of like Chun Li. Would and, be quite nice actually. Yeah. Put the important characters in there, but they're not going to do the fully fledged Tekken vs Street Fighter, which is sad. But uh, yeah, the trailer looked cool. Some the of game the gameplay looked cool. The gameplay did look good. And as we all know, only odd numbered Tekken games are any good. Tekken 6 sucked ass. Tekken 5 was a masterpiece. So we're on track for yeah, Tekken te- 7. Tekken 4 was shit. Tekken 3 was amazing. Yeah. Tekken 2 is good. I don't care. Tekken 2 is just an expansion of Tekken 1. But it was still good. It's still good, but it wasn't like a leap forward like Tekken 3 was. Yeah. Fair. So yeah, 4 and 6, awful. 3, 5, and hopefully 7 are going to be fantastic. That's the hope. By the way, Gears of War 4 comes out on October 11th, and we don't have a date for Tekken 7 yet. It, it's coming. It is coming. Yeah, it's co- I think it's this... I, I, I believe I was told it's going to be the start of next year we're getting Tekken 7. I can believe that. That seems about right. Even though at that point it's probably been out for two years in the arcades. Yeah. It's just Namco is so goddamn slow again. Their con- their games to console. At least they get them out eventually. Oh, uh, yeah, they get there eventually. Recore was a game that was showed off as well. Was it? It was a game that was showed off. This is from the team behind Metroid Prime. So that's oh, okay. Good. And Keiji Inafune, who's very good at making Ooh. games. Um, this one is a game that was showed off, well, premiered last year at E3. It's it's the one where the robots uh, have like a, a core. And, right. and and it's like she has a robot dog and she puts the core into a robot gorilla as it was. Right, okay. And it blows her to fight differently. Ah, right, it looks okay. fun, actually. And it's out this year, which surprised me. Because like, last year it was like, here's a game we're working on. This year it's like, right, it's out in a few months. I'm like... Okay, that's coming out on September 13th. Really close. I do like the new trend of there is a demo available now. I like that. You can start the beta tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's nice. Um, Clubs looking for group and arena are three services coming to Xbox Live. Yep. Clubs work like the clubs on PlayStation 4. I don't use them. Looking for group is something I think that every platform needs, because especially for games like Destiny, which have... um, Sort of like that exists as a platform. Yeah. Because Destiny is like the core game came out and everyone played it to death. Then the expansion came out and everyone came back and played it. And the other expansion came out. It's like that. Yeah. And with another Destiny expansion on the horizon, that kind of service is something we need across the board. Mm-hmm. So at the minute, most people use stuff like Reddit to do that. Yeah, yeah. So to have it on the console. Smart idea. Top notch. Uh, that will be releasing this year as well. I think it's in autumn. Mm-hmm. They didn't nail down an exact date, but. On the year. way. Um, they showed off a game that I'm very interested in called We Happy Few. I heard about that, but I didn't watch the video. It's interesting. I like it. It's essentially a little bit like 
a... How do I describe it? Have you played many horror games, Derek? No. Okay, so you're not aware of a game called like Outlast or Penumbra no. or no. Amnesia? No. These are games that essentially give you no weapons. Okay. And you have to escape. Right. We Happy Few is set in a slightly futuristic, idyllic English county, essentially, mm-hmm. where you are forced to be happy. You have to take pills and you hallucinate <laughs> that everything is wonderful. Okay. Because the government have fucked the country. This sounds like the plot of the Lego movie. <laughs> it's a little bit like the Lego movie, um, but it's pretty cool. It, it's terrifyingly creepy, I really like. And the police wear happy masks so they can do their job underneath. Ah! Like like the pretense of them being happy. Right. Um, the gameplay showed you like coming down off um, your happy pill. Mm. And you, like people were smashing a piñata, but you come down and they're beating a rat to death and eating the innards. It's really dark, but it's really colourful and happy, but really dark. Okay. I'm so excited for this game. It looks really cool. I'm going to have to check that out. It's, uh, it's part of Xbox... Well, it's being published on the Xbox as part of the ID at Xbox, which are the people who um, get behind the indie devs. So basically mm-hmm. what EA copied this year. Right. Um, and they always put out good games. Like Cuphead is a game I'm still looking forward to, which we didn't get much... About which was no, like, they didn't really expand on that one, did they? No, I'm, I'm, everyone wants to see Cuphead looks amazing, but mm-hmm. nothing about that. But more indie games, and We Happy Few is one of them. So always, good. yeah. Very quickly, because I know you don't care about Gwent. I don't give two shits about Gwent. Gwent is the best thing about The Witcher Three. I love it. Okay. Um, it ge- like genuinely, you don't think like they've just put a side card game in in the game, and they put a quest tied to get all the cards. Yeah. It's the most engaging part of the game. Oh, God. I love it so much. And now he's getting a full standalone game with more cards. I, I registered for that beta the second it came on. Yu-Gi-Oh! will get the fuck out. Fair enough. I like Gwent. Okay! Uh, also, Gwent will also uh, feature cross-platform play. So you can play... Because it's coming out on Xbox One. I imagine it'll come out on PS4. CD Projekt Red aren't that stupid. But it comes out on PC and Xbox first. Oh, I was going to say... Xbox and PS4 crossplay. No, that's be silly. that might happen in the future. You know, no, 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 no. Rocket League is the game that's opening that barrier. Sony and Microsoft have said that this might be a thing. Rocket wow. League is already doing PC to PS4 and PC to Xbox One. Once you bridge that gap, everyone can play Rocket League, no matter what system they're on. That's interesting. It might happen. It well, really I, hope, I hope to live in such a utopia, but. It's, it's only going to be the third-party games, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first-party games, no, not going to happen. Anyway, Tekken 7 we've already talked about. Dead Rising 4 got, after it was leaked, got announced. It, it looks a lot good. more fun than Dead Rising 3 did in that really morose trailer they had last year for that. Damn, they've got that out quick. Yeah. It was last year, wasn't it, with Dead Rising 3? Dead Rising 3 was a launch game for Xbox One. I'm so completely wrong. A couple so years ago now. Yeah. But they tried to make it uh, X- Dead Rising 3 fun with updates, and it didn't work. No. This just looks stupid, and I love it. I saw the candy cane gun. The candy cane crossbow was yeah. cool. I like, was he like riding the little tiny bike with like jets of electricity yeah. coming out the floor? Tech... Uh, um, Dead Rising 2 was one of the biggest wasted opportunity I ever played. Like mm. it was on that really weird timer system, it was like a they majority. All are. That's their I thing. know, but like, like for, for example, the thing that really screwed the antithesis of this is you get a tiger in that game <laughs> that can attack people, but the second you go back to your base, you can never take it out the base again. What was the point of programming a tiger if I can't have my own personal attack tiger? Far Cry Primal gave me that, and it was fantastic. Dead Rising 2 didn't, and it's shit. Fair enough. Scalebound is another game. Let me talk about Scalebound. Oh, Jesus Christ, you were ready for that one. This 
fucking prick. Right. <laughs> so so I'm like, okay, cool dragons, and it looks awesome and all this stuff, but that main character can go fuck himself. Yeah. He's wearing beats, Michael. Yes, he is why, wearing beats. Why is he wearing beats in a mythical fantasy land? To crowbar in the soundtrack and also be edgy and cool. It was like, we need to make um, Dante from Devil May Cry... Much worse. Yeah. I know, let's give him beats. Done. Job done. Beats, a buzz cut, and a weird, like... Weird, quippy, um, like, oh no, what? Oh my god. It's like what Japanese people think American people, cool American people sound like. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is horrific. That ruined the game for me. I couldn't even concentrate on the gorgeous graphics and the kind of cool dragon-human relationship gameplay. I was like, that guy needs to die. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool, because that bot- boss fight looks... Awesome. He did, but then he put music on. He's like, come on, buddy, let's do this. Yeah, let's listen to some electro-pop underground fun. <laughs> Jesus. It was interesting. I, I, I think I would be interested to play it. What would actually make me buy an Xbox, though, is Sea of Thieves. Yes. That looked a little generic to I me. I like the look of this game. I like the idea of having a team-based, not MMO, but lot multiplayer-based, yeah. where essentially you just have to run a ship. That sounds awesome. Well, when I saw this, I thought, because when Ubisoft said they weren't going to carry on with the, with the boat thing in Assassin's Creed, they said they were going to take the boat engine from um, um, from Black Flag and make a pirate game. Which and I thought this was this. No, no, this is made by Rare. Yeah, people. no, but I thought it was this and was like, oh, don't make that an Xbox exclusive. That's going to annoy me. It looked cool. Just that's a little, like, they were getting really excited about blowing a ship up from their ship and it didn't feel like, like we could do that in Black Flag. It's nothing new. I think it's because you, you don't control the whole ship, as in, like, someone has to steer it, someone has to shoot, oh, someone has cool. to raise the sails, someone has to turn. Like, ah, I can see how that That's, that's why it's a team game. It, God, it's a bit like, stressful. It's a bit like, have you heard of a game called Guns of Icarus? No. Uh, on a very similar, that's like a steampunk game where you pilot airships. Right. So it's like this, but actual pirates, which I'm all about. I do enjoy me some. It sounds like a good content. Like you're gonna have to have a good team because I think anything other than a tight knit, everyone know each other team, that game's gonna be impossible. That is true. You're not gonna be able to communicate with everybody. Every fucker's gonna want to be the guy on the cannon. Yep, that's so, true. So that's yeah. That, those games can be flawed. Games inherently based on teamwork. Yeah, but if you if you if you have a group of friends on Xbox, yeah, then, then you, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. But don't play with randoms. That's not gonna work. Oh no, that's gonna be terrible. Darren, do you like RTSs? Yes. Do you like Halo? No. That's a shame, because Halo Wars 2 is coming. Was anyone really... Because they said, I know the fan base have been asking for this. I was like, were they? Were they? I didn't think of Halo Wars. I think Wars they were asking down. for Halo 6. Yeah, I don't I think, think Halo it... went down very well. Halo Wars Halo was... Halo Wars even, sorry. Halo Wars was okay. It was fine. Console RTSs are inherently flawed because they don't have the level of deep control that PC RTSs do. The only game I think that's ever done it well was uh, Tom Clancy's End War. Because hmm. not only could you control the units with... Yeah, controller, but you could also voice command. So, like, if it come up in the corner of the screen that one of your units was attacking, you'd be like, like, <clears throat> Alpha Squad Retreat, and they'd start doing it whilst you're doing what you're doing. Right, okay. That worked well. Halo Wars, however, didn't have that same degree of control that I like. But if you want to play the beta, it's out. That's cool. Go play the beta. That's the kind of stuff that made Microsoft good this year. Yeah. What didn't make them good was... Guys, we've still got Killer Instinct characters, and now you can play as a Locust. Woo! No one asked. No. Like, Killing Instinct sucks. There was that one guy that was really excited. That one, well, yeah, that... Woo! 
Like, who cares? Random people shouting it was a big highlight of this E3. <laughs> yeah. There's one coming up in a minute that really did make me titter, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Very quickly, then, let's just roll through the games that I don't really give a shit about. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon 3. It's set in Australia now. Okay. It is a racing game. That's pretty much it. It's a racing game that's not Burnout. That's all I can say. It's not Burnout. Darren, it's not Burnout, and therefore... I, I don't, don't think care. it's Burnout, Michael. No, I don't think it is. With a name like Forza Horizon 3, probably not Burnout, so I don't care. Now, the Forza games aren't for me, and Horizon is just a watered-down version of Forza Motorsport, which also isn't for me. But if it's for you, it's out on 27th of December of this year, which, which is good because the Forza brand is big on Xbox. That's bound to sell a shit ton. They're doing an expansion to The Division. I didn't um, realise people still played The Division. Yeah, is that sort of thing? That died so quickly. So, yeah. so quick. Apparently you hit a certain level and then the game stopped being fun. Yeah, I heard that. Like, there's something about the Dark Zone or yeah. something. I've heard it in a lot of podcasts and they haven't really elaborated on what it actually is. But mm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that comes out this month. The end of this month is Underground and then there's another one coming soon. They also okay. showed off Battlefield 1 again, because that's something we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, the Xbox will have the ability, if you... Basically, if you shill out enough money a year to have an Xbox, Xbox Gold Live, and EA Access, you can play the multiplayer a week early. Right. Well, there we go. There you go. If you like that kind of thing, well done. There was a game called State of Decay 2 that was there as well. Generic zombie game number 462. It was so generic. I was like, wow. I thought it was like they're just showing the Dead Rising 2 trailer again. I went, oh, no, someone really thought this was a good idea. Okay. (laughs) Sony weren't above this, though. No, Sony did weren't. the exact same thing with generic zombie game number 363. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no one gives a poop about zombie games. I'm really bored of them now. We good, zombie yeah. games, we good. Other than that, there wasn't really a lot. Oh, I tell you, like, the game uh, coming from the same studio that did the um, really popular indie game called Limbo, their new game, Inside, is coming out. We didn't even get a gameplay demo, but the good news is it's out on the 29th of June, so it's at the end of this month. That's and we didn't get a gameplay get Nope. That's either incredible confidence or they got jack shit to show. Basically. <laughs> I didn't like Limbo. I thought it was okay. I th- I enjoyed Limbo for what it was. That cat wants to come in. Oh shit. Oh. Damn. 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 Nope. He'll, he'll get bored. Oh, okay. What? <sighs> And basically they finished the conference off with Project Scorpio, which I think is just a Project huge, Scorpio. A huge mistime shoot in the foot. Shall we move I think, on? I think they just thought okay. that Sony were gonna come out with, with four point five. So <laughs> and like, then like a day before E three started, Sony were like, Yeah, we're not bringing it. <laughs> you can imagine the Phil Spencer was going, Fuck, 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 we made a video. <laughs> Do you know how many hours I took piecing that together on flipping Windows Movie Maker last night? God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, it felt like they were just like, we need to get ahead of the game, and there was no need. Sony didn't announce anything. So if this re- is indeed, like, I hope it's just like a big update. So like, you know when we when the Xbox 360 came out, and there was the basic, the Pro, and the Elite? I'm hoping it's that, where like, the original Xbox One is the basic, Yep. the S is the Pro, and this is the Elite. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. However, if this is supposed to be the launching of a new generation, this generation has lasted five years. That's not good. That's, that's, that's... Well, by the time it comes out, it will have lasted five years. That's ridiculous. It's stupid. 
So, fingers crossed it's not that. This is just an updated people. Who want, who want VR and want 4K TVs and stuff? That's fine. I understand the need for it. But, yeah, don't be a new console generation because that's insulting. We can but live in hope. We can. Later that day, it was Ubisoft's turn. Ubisoft. Who I think brought the strongest presentation of any game this year. The strongest presentation of any game this year. Okay. South Park The Fractured Oh, good. Okay, I thought you were going for a swerve there, Michael. I am so excited for this game. It looks so good and so funny. I like the tweaks they've made to the gameplay. Yeah. You can move around, you can move behind obstacles and all this other jazz. Which is good because the, the combat system was fairly simplistic. Um, but yeah, I'm liking the fact we got new um, we got new characters. You can play as all of the kids. You can play as Token. You can play as Timmy. You can play as anybody you want. Um, yeah, loved everything about it. And you get sticker truths for the pre-order as well. Yeah, that's a really good incentive, especially because it's not even like you get the sticker truth on PS3 again. It's like, nope, you get sticker truth on PS4 if you burn on PS4. That's awesome. Literally, it, I could not be happier. Sticker Truth came out at a very annoying, like, late stage of the PS3, so a lot of people didn't like... A lot of people I know didn't get to play it just because they'd already made the leap or weren't going to buy a game that late into the system. I but, bought the Sticker Truth on PC for £7. It might be the best £7 I ever oh spent God, yes. on the game. I love the Sticker Truth so, yep. so, 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 so much. It's going to be... It, I, I can't imagine this being bad. It just, it's either going to plateau and be the same or it's just going to be the next which level. Is, which is fine, because if it's, if it's the same... It was still great. Who so knew cool. Safe Park would be the high watermark for these types of games? <laughs> also, they got Matt Stone and Trey Parker back on stage, who basically completely ripped Marvel and Kanye West to shreds, said, here's some gameplay, and walked off. Yep. Beautiful. Bye. That's what we want. Even better, we have a release date for the game as well. December 6th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Fractured But Here will be out. Fantastic. And I can't get enough of saying the title. Oh, yeah, one of the things I noticed is 12 goddamn classes as opposed to four. Oh, yeah, they're really expanding on this in, like, every way. I love the whole, like, the, tra- the trailer was like, we can't do Civil War. Well, Civil War, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I, I believe it was this one, or it might have been Steep, where they said, they said the release date. In fact, I think it was Steep, actually, where they said, um, coming out late this year. And just in the small gap between him saying that and then moving on to the next thing, you heard someone next to my phone go, nope. <laughs> I presume it was either Safe Park or Steve. Yeah, because Safe Park got delayed like six or seven times. There wasn't really going through development hell at the time. but uh, Which this time they've apparently got it down and it's definitely yeah. coming out this year and it's beautiful. But now I've brought it up. Steep, which you weren't a big fan of, Michael. No, I'm not interested in I whatsoever. I was intrigued. It's a brand new genre they've created, Michael. Essentially, yeah. The, it's a the... free-roaming extreme sports game. And they've got, like, you can snowboard, ski, do the, the, the flying squirrel suit thing, the, the, the big thing where you strap a fan to your back and, and do the thing. You look cool. All I'm saying is, if you like that sort of game, if you like SSX or something yeah. like that, grand, who the fuck wants to play Ski Lift the game? Or climb up a mountain the game. I don't know. There's some. There's something quite interesting to me in that concept of, let's say they got like a big fuck off mountain range. And you could choose to just start from the top of the mountain. But let's say they gave you like ice picks and said, you've got to figure out a way to get to the top of this mountain. And then you can go down it on a snowboard. That's a, an interesting concept to me, Michael. And I think this I, has, I I think lo- this has legs in going into different types of extreme sports. Like... You could easily do like a more water-based one with like jet skis and, and, and all that good stuff. You could do a plane one, like jumping out of planes onto really cool things. Th- this tickled me. I don't think I'd necessarily buy it. No, God no. 
But but I I could see myself like say someone brought it round and was like, Do you want to play this? I'd play the hell out of this. I would I would like to play it. I would like to have a demo of it. Yeah, it tickled um, my balls, Michael. It didn't really tickle me because I just think it lacks because because it was taking itself not seriously. But being realistic, yeah. it lacked the fun that SSX and like 1080 degree snowboarding had, which were two of my favourite sports games ever. Yeah, but I still think it can inherently be fun. I don't think it's been like a very procedural experience of like, oh, you know, pizza fries, pizza fries, pizza fries for your skiing. I think it's been more fun than that. Pizza fries. Pizza fries, pizza fries. Um, That's a thing. It's on the, have you ever seen the Safe Park episode? Where oh, that's what it's from. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to have a bad pizza time. Fries. Yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Um... So, yeah, that looked interesting. Much more interesting than Watch Dogs 2. This is where I disagree. Go on. I think that this... Literally, Watch Dogs cannot get worse. Yeah. That game looked amazing when it was first announced in, like, 2011 or 2012 or something like that. It took fucking forever to come out and then was a disappointing pile of shit. I have never been more butthurt by a game in my entire life than I was with Watch Dogs. I've never felt more lied to by a video game. This is going to have to... I know they're making it seem... They've given it like a, a new punkish attitude and it's the cool second album that doesn't give a, it doesn't give a care about the first game. No, this is cool and new and awesome. They are going to have to come out with the strongest review scores known to man for me to even consider buying this game. Do you know why I actually give them props? Go and literally, on. they only just got onto my good list. Go on. Because it doesn't look like it's promising the world. It looks like a sequel to Watch Dogs. It doesn't look... And I mean that in the best possible way. As in, like, you look at the finished article of Watch Dogs, yeah. and then look at the trailer of Watch Dogs 2, you go, yeah, that's feasible. Yeah. That does look like an expansion of what game we got with Watch Dogs. Yeah. Fair enough. I actually quite like the punk aesthetic. I like the whole, like, the hacker community thing. It's a better idea. Oh, God, yeah, than just, like, Mopey Man oh, tries to avenge... God. Not even his daughter's death. Like, he's... Niece's death. The worst main character in a game of all time. And they tried to make a big deal out of him and they no. fucked him. Oh my god, he was boring. It doesn't look like it wants to misinform us this time. And who knows, it could be Assassin's Creed 2. It could, it could be that be, game yes. that takes a great concept that didn't really get fleshed out in the first game and completely own it. You are right, there's precedence for this happening. Or it could be every other sequel that's coming out. <laughs> yeah. And it could be crap. But, I, I am I am you know. waiting on review scores for that one. There's no way that's getting pre-ordered or brought first day because I need reassurance from a lot of people that, no, this is now a good game. Because there is a good game in the Watchdog concept somewhere. I think we even said that when we reviewed... Well, when I reviewed it, anyway, that in there inherently is a good idea and a very fun idea for a game. It was nowhere near achieved in the first one. But I, there's nothing from this that I'm thinking, like... That trailer felt like a a, a, a a coat of fresh paint, but still didn't like grab me and make me think, no, this is what the direction it should have been to begin with. It just seemed like a jazzy trailer with some cool music and, and like I like the trailer that you know you'd seen running past one way to hacking something and then running the other way and hacking something else. As is the Watchdog formula. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- nothing here convinced me. Well, we don't have to wait too long, because it is coming out November 15th this year. Wow. But of course, Darren, you could always wait for the Watchdogs movie. Jeez. That thing that no one asked for. Nobody asked for that. That's going to... As a video game contest, it works, but as a, that doesn't work as a movie. Nope. It's like... But the thing is, Assassin's Creed could work as a movie, but there's like ten games. Yeah. There's not two. No. They greenlit that before the game even came out. Though. Yep, that was stupid. That's the scary and thing. And Sony brought the rights oh, of God. all fucking people. Good 
God almighty. So the, the that movie's happening. Yeah. Star Trek Bridge Crew. Just to I didn't a, see this. What was this? This, this is the VR thing. This is the VR Ooh. thing. So essentially, it's a four-player VR experience where you are the crew of... It's Now, I said it was the Enterprise, but it's not. It's another ship in the USS fleet. Okay. And one of you's the captain, one of you the engineer, one of you's like the weapons operator, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Essentially, you have a, a console that does your thing, and you fly around the galaxy. Uh, I assume there's some structure to missions, otherwise... I would hope there's structure to missions. If it's pre- procedurally generated, that would suck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's if you enjoy Star Trek, and not so much getting involved in dogfights, but the diplomacy and the operation and the teamwork, that could be pretty cool. Diplomacy, Well, that's supposed yeah. to be the... Star- this is what's so crappy. Side note, this is what I don't like about the new Star Trek movies, that it takes away from... Okay. Interplanetary diplomacy. Because there is probably a way in this VR experience to not fight. But there will be fights. And you have to, like, put shields up and, and lock phases in on vessels and stuff like that. And it looks fun! Well done, you avoided playing the game. You know all. what I mean, though, <laughs> I know like, what you mean, yes. Like, actually being true to Star Trek. This okay. looks fun. This yeah. looks like a good VR experience. I'll give you that, Michael. I think I like it. Anything else from the Ubisoft? For Honor. Oh yeah! This looks good. I'm excited for For Honor. It, when they showed it off last year, it felt very much like a like a little like a, a, an Xbox Live game or a, a PlayStation Store game, like a little little. Oh yeah, you get free teams of Vikings and samurais and, and knights and stuff. Now it feels like a fully fleshed out game. I'm more intrigued. It was a single player, which no one expected. Everyone no. thought it was just gonna be all multiplayer, yep. but no, there is a story mode, and it looks like a cross between a bit like chivalry, like a dueling game, yep. and like. A Dynasty Warriors game, which mm-hmm. I'm all about, because it's like kill all the weak fuckers, and then you have to duel this guy. I'm like, yes, it's deadliest warrior the game. That's the thing everyone was saying that, and I'm like, but the deadliest, deadliest warrior. <laughs> yeah, it was a deadly warrior. Game. Yeah, but they're tournament fighters. Yeah. Whereas this is like a proper like you have to change your stance and like think tactfully about the fight. I really like the look mm-hmm. of this game. I am sold on For Honor. I don't think I'm sold yet, but I, I'm I'm on the way there. Well, you've got time to get there because it does come out in February, uh, February the fourteenth, actually, for PlayStation oh. Four, Xbox, PC. Cool, as you might expect. They did open with that fucking just dance shit, though. I forgot about that. You get the lights of out the way early, Michael. It makes sense. It yeah. has an audience there, so it's out next year, obviously. Yay. And it's the second game to be confirmed for the Nintendo NX. Is it now? It's this and Zelda. Oh God! <laughs> what a lineup. Jesus. Um, they showed off a lot of that Ghost Recon Wildlands as well. Bleh. I'm not sold. It's the mm. open world Ghost Recon game. Oh. And they always have a game where where Ubisoft always bring a game. They show off a multiplayer thing with this heavily scripted multiplayer chatter, like we're supposed to talk like this. Oh, hey there. Haha, <laughs> good shot, man. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, hey, da- oh, da- <laughs> it's like, damn, I got three tangos on my tail. Like, nobody says that. If like, if it was us players, like, shoot these fucking cunts now. Have you seen the the, ep- the video of the Call of Duty guy who tries to act like an actual army Yeah, guy that's so funny. It feels like that. <laughs> the yeah. really first, like, I've got three tangos. No one says that. But, no, 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 there should be at least a hundred percent more racial slurs in this. People. Come on, <laughs> yeah. if it's gonna be realistic, <laughs> no one's said anything derogatory about a mother. So come on, yeah. you're telling me that you haven't fucked my mother, <laughs> Jesus. Um, anyway, Wildlands comes out uh, March seventh, which is really late. This is having the division about it. Yeah. It's it's looking like one of those games. Hey. It annoyingly looks like the division. It looks like it's using the division's engine. Which I don't like. So, okay. You know. That's odd. Yeah, bit odd. 
they also reveal that another division uh, multiplayer things come in. Nobody wants it. Then we come to, and this is the, okay. Very quickly, the stupidest presentation of all time uh, goes to Trials of the Blood Dragon because who looked at Trials, which is a game about like doing motorbike stunts on like a two yeah. D plane, and Far Cry Blood Dragon. And went, well, these two clearly need to be together. Why waste time on a Blood Dragon sequel and we can do this instead? Basically, that's oh, what yeah. it felt like. It's like, we, do, we don't get a Blood Dragon sequel, but we do get this stupid shit. The one cool thing you had is that it was available after the conference. The full game's out. Oh, damn. Okay. That's pretty cool. Deadline. But that's the only cool thing about it. Now we come to the game that probably irked me more than it probably should have, called Eagle Flight. What's that about? This is a VR game, Darren, where you play as eagles. Do you fly? You do fly. Ah. Um... Essentially, it's like a 3v3 uh, multiplayer game, and they showed off a cla- capture the flag game, mm. which is actually capture the rabbit, because, you know, you're eagles. Because you're an eagle, right? But I was like, okay, this actually sounds kind of cool, because I like the idea of moving in between yeah, yeah. buildings and, like, dogfighting, essentially. Yeah. Then they introduced the fact that the eagles have guns. You don't see the guns, but there's a reticule, and you have to shoot down the other eagles. How in the fuck does this make sense? <laughs> Since when does stuff making sense matter? Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't make sense, and it's awesome. That's Eagles with guns, Michael. That's the greatest game ever These made. They don't actually have guns. I don't know what they shoot. I don't know whether it's like seeds or feathers, but they don't fucking shoot guns. Feathers. Feathers. They're they like Archangel. Feathers. Okay, fair. They can blow the white Power Rangers Falcon from the Power Rangers movie. You make me a Power Rangers game and I'll play it, but I'm not playing this shit. Power Rangers game. You know we're going to get one for the movie. Yeah, it's going to suck, though. Yes, it is. Let's move on. Was that a Ubi done? That's a Ubi right, done. Let's get to the meat of this particular sandwich. Yep. The the real reason we're all here, ladies and gentlemen. The Sony conference. The real reason we've been here for the past three years. And I thought, maybe, maybe Sony might slip up. Maybe, because of how strong, apart from the shooting the foot Microsoft was, I thought, maybe this is going to be an even battle. Not even close. Not even close. Sony, once again, just completely demolished the competition. Uh, once again, it didn't feel like a really Big year for Sony, but they just took several solid swings of that bat and yep. pretty much hit everything at the park. Yep. There was very little in that um, presentation I didn't care for. And they opened up with the game we all wanted the Very most. quickly, the stuff we didn't care for, just to check it's exactly the same. I don't care about Call of Duty and I don't care about Final Fantasy XV. I'll stop you there. I think Call of Duty Infinity War is getting a bit of unfair treatment. I agree that it's unfair, but I'm not interested. Okay, but I feel like, had that had that come out under any other brand other than Call of Duty, I think people would be more hyped for it, because that trailer looked fucking cool. I like the idea running of, on, like, Running the... on, like, buildings and throwing anti-gravity grenades and then popping them. Like, I know that's going to be, like, I will not be able to play that game, because I'm not good enough at multiplayer online. That, that'll take two weeks for some 13-year-old kid to be an untouchable god of anti-gravity grenades, but look fucking cool. That's the thing, but I prefer the look of Titanfall. Okay, okay, I, look I agree. Because but, mechs, you know. This feels much more hypersensitive and much more, like, it's just going to be a thousand miles an hour, but, but that's they, not bad. But and they're also trying to crowbar, like, the flying sections in, and I don't like yeah, that. I mean, it's, it's going to be annoyingly, it's going to be, like, the worst of the worst when it comes to, like, microtransactions and all that jazz. Oh, gotcha. But, you know, now we've got a nice counterpoint in Battlefield 1, I can't say I'm excited for this game, but it looked cool, and I think it just gained a bit of unfair pressure. Now Call of Duty has gone from what was at the time of Call of Duty 4 a mark of excellence, and I am looking forward when they eventually, inevitably, put out Call of Duty 4 remastered as a single player. Like on its own. On yeah. its own, yeah. I'm going to buy the hell out of that. Um, 
yeah, ever since then, it's become like a bit of a, like, you know, a, a nice dead horse to beat. Oh, Call of Duty's a bit crap, but these look cool. Fair enough. There we you go. You don't care about Final Fantasy 15, though, do you? God, no. I'm sick of seeing that game. No. The demo What sucks. we're all here to talk about, have they opened the show yeah. with God of War Child Endangerment? <laughs> See, I didn't think you'd like the look of this, but I'm glad you do. I'm hyped, but I do have some thoughts. As is normally your tradition. As is normal, because I, I, I'm interested, if not sold, on the decision to move away from, or seemingly decision to move away from linear, strictly linear gameplay. And a decision to move away from hack and slash, of all things. Yeah, to, well, I don't know about that. Because he was, right, because obviously you have him walking through the forest with his son, doing, it felt like a Tomb Raider game. Yeah, it looked a lot like Rise of the Tomb Raider. It looked a lot like Uncharted. Which isn't, they're not bad games to base things God, on. God, no. But, and then when, but when he got to the fighting, when he was going with the axe, it felt a bit God of War-y. It didn't feel like you can be able to rack up major combos because, as of yet, we don't have the Blades of Chaos, one of, if not the greatest weapon in all of video game history. So you're going to be dealing with an axe. Psychic axe that you can throw into people's faces. Oh, yeah. That's, that's satisfying as fuck. But, um, it... it, it I'm not sold on it. I think I'm going to have to play it first and, and see more trailers and more gameplay. I like but the look of it. Do you know what? I think I can change your mind on it and, and make you enjoy it. Yeah, I think Looks a lot like the Arkham games, but with God of War. Oh, oh, oh. well done, Michael. But knew I could do it. Knew I could do it. Yeah. Basically, the big word above my head is hyped. Yep. Because <laughs> I've waited. Because God of War Ascension wasn't very good so maybe it was time for a departure from it maybe God of War 3 was the peak and now that they've changed settings and we're going with Norse mythology yeah and, okay, uh, and they've added in more character for Kratos and we we got more character proper grounded three-dimensional character in this trailer than we got in three God of War games because in three games we got Kratos be pissed which to be fair I was completely okay with because <laughs> he was the antithesis to all these people who had really deep characters he was just really angry you at know what he was like now that we've got Doom back he's like the Doom Marine he was just kind of like there's a story in the Doom game but at every opportunity the character just pushes away and starts shooting again that's just it's that's excellent. Kratos that's what's God of War 3 in a nutshell the only one he left alive was the one he had sex with. That's an efficient man. You ever have sex with Aphrodite or you're going to die. <laughs> Magical. Um, yeah. But yeah, child endangerment, the game. Child, yeah, the, the... No, don't pick on the small monsters. Come down here and help me with this gigantic one with a big brick in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to win parent of the year anytime soon, his old Kratos. It looks to me like this might be open world as well. Do you yeah. know, just you get exp- exploration points and like you've discovered this place and yeah. you've done this skill. I'm about that. If they have that and they do genuinely more and more, you get the hack and chest gameplay back and the combos and, and that sort of stuff. Because I don't want it to move away from that. Because there's not many games like God of War that I actually play that are truly that kind of hyperkinetic, big combo racking up hack and stuff stuff. You know what this game would do well to emulate? Go on. The Witcher 3. I haven't played The Witcher 3. You haven't played The Witcher 3. It's not for you because it is very RPG-ish. But I don't ta- take away. What is this thing that I don't like RPGs? You don't like RPGs. I'm playing every Legend of Zelda under the sun. I clearly like RPGs to some extent. Okay, you like Legend of Zelda and Pokemon, I and do. that's about it. I like Nintendo RPGs. You like Nintendo. I'm not RPGs. close-minded to RPGs, and I will play The Witcher Three when you're finished with it, Magal. It's digital, whatever. Uh, oh, oh, oh can download it. And you can sign in a mic. Anyway, Magal, isn't there? Um, but in The Witcher Three, you have hack and slash gameplay yep. and the combat, and then the rest of it is going about and discovering things. Mm-hmm. I think that God of War could not rip off but emulate in a way the gameplay of Witcher 3 and that's really fucking cool also Kratos has a beard I think that's pretty much the last thing we need to say 
And just when you thought Kratos couldn't look any more odd, they give him. <laughs> Did they actually call him Kratos though? The thing was, well, actually, the Twitter said Kratos is back. Oh, okay. So he, I, I thought he's maybe definitely he's like called Kratos. a reincarnated version. But then that's even better if he's now got a son and he's got to take care of the well, son. Well, I, I think it's a reincarnation of Kratos, but he's still called Kratos. So, you know. That's cool. Sweet. Right. Well, that was that was a big, big way to start your show off. But then, of course, they followed it up with generic zombie game number 636. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Days gone. gone. Which is essentially The Last of Us but with actual zombies instead of planned zombies, and more Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy in World War Z had a baby, and it's this game. Yeah. No, it doesn't look bad. The, it just it looks interesting. To see the swarm of zombies Oh, yeah, the, the amount of things on screen still maintaining 60 FPS. That was beautiful. That was, but I have no energy left in my body to get excited about zombie games. Yep. Full stop. Like, the last... I mean, Dying Light was okay. Yeah. But I have not been excited about a zombie game since Left 4 Dead 2. So, Last of Us? I don't care that as a zombie game. Okay. It's an apocalypse game. Okay. So yeah, we can we can skip out for that. We I have no great It looks fine. Opinion. I I initially I initially saw the biker jacket and one percent written on the front. I was like, oh no, they've made a sequel to Ride <laughs> to Hell. I thought that's what was happening. Did so, you genuinely think that Sony would put the sequel to one of the most despised games of all time, second in the order on their conference? <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh good God. <laughs> By the way, Last Guardian's coming out. Nope. And there's a date. Jeez, blow me down. I know. So October 25th, 2016. I'll believe it when I see it. Finally comes out. I know. I'm excited. I, I'm not. Well, did you, you didn't like Shadow of the Colossus, I hated you? Shadow of the Colossus. You're going to hate this, then? One of the most frustrating games I've ever played this in my life. This essentially looks like a cross between Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, which I'm all about, because I loved Eco and I love Shadow of the Colossus. That's fine. There not we if go. it needs to be made for me. I know. Horizon Zero Dawn, is that a game made for you? Yeah. I like the look of it. There, there's a lot of these games coming out now where they're, they're following a very similar formula. Like, you give me, like, an I alternate used, reality. I, I call this the Ubisoft game. Yeah. Open world where you have to reveal parts of the map by climbing tall things. Yeah. That's the Ubisoft game. They've all got, like, a like like an alternative reality type deal added on to them. Yeah. And, and, and this one looks particularly cool. It's kind of readdressing the balance between... Basically doing the reverse of Far Cry Primal. By well, not Far Cry Final, but uh, of any other Far Cry game, actually, of now the animals and the things you're hunting are the technologically superior race, and you're the dirty little scrubbers in the mud. So, so that's interesting. I like the fact that there appears to be like a a crafting and scavenging system. I like the fact that you can tame the robots because you can actually use some technology, yeah. even though you're scrubbers in the mud. I like the look of the. I won't say bosses, but the creature design is fairly interesting. Yeah. None of this game looks bad. And also no. female protagonists, so people will stop moaning. Yay! Yay! She did look a lot like Brave Woman. Yeah, she does. So, or um, or the one from, uh, what was it called? The like early PS3 game. Blades of Heaven or somewhere else. Like, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. That thing. No, y- y- you are right. You just feel like an Ubisoft game, like a very cutty cut cutty cut- Cookie cutter game. It felt like that, but I'm like I've enjoyed every one of those games I've ever played. They're not my favourite because they are quite samey, but it just it's rinse and repeat gameplay. It's just yeah. like it feels comfortable. It's like an old pair of slippers. Yeah, just gonna put them on, comfortable, waste a month of my life, and it was like do I want to put it like a Flintstones or a Mad Max version yeah. of this game on today? Essentially, mm-hmm. Detroit Become Human. Oh yeah, that was odd. It's from the people who made Heavy Rain. Of course it's from the people who made Heavy Rain. I you 
hate Heavy Rain the Bee. It's not a video game, Michael. I it's like not it. a video game. Care. It's I an like interactive it. story, and that's you can get the fine. fuck out of that's my life. Fine. Yeah, that's fine for you. It's fine for me, but I also enjoy Telltale games. By the way, we're getting a Batman Telltale game. The I'm art like, style looks nice. Uh, I don't but know. that was revealed before E3. Um, I'm just, just not into those interact. They're just not for me. I know. I know they're not for you. I'm excited for it because oh, that's fine. I liked Heavy Rain. I didn't like Beyond Two Souls, but I like Heavy Rain. No release date. This is a like it showed off last year. It was like. It's a thing we're making, and now it's like showing you, holy shit, there are so many ways you can get around one situation. Yeah. I like that. The biggest surprise for me, though. Yeah. Resident Evil 7. Did not see that. No. Resident Evil 7, fully playable. The entire fucking game, playable in VR. Damn. It's coming out this year. Is it this year? I think it's either this year or next year. Sorry. Very, very start of next year, January 24th. Yeah, because this was like the bait and switch where people opened up and thought it was that kitchen VR game. Turns out it is. Oh, but it's just... Kitchen was a uh, a concept. Well, they said it was a concept by Capcom. Oh. It's like, should we do VR horror? And they've been making Resident Evil 7 the whole time as a VR oh, horror game. Oh, smoke and mirrors. Well Do done. you want to play kitchen, Darren? No. It's a shame because you can play kitchen right now if you want to. If you have a VR headset. Nope. Well, you can play... Basically, the entire game is playable in VR and also not in VR. Oh, okay. You can play it standard. Um, you can download the Resident Evil 7 first chapter demo right now. That's cool. If you want to. Damn. So that's pretty cool. I've played it. Um, I'm not the best with horror games. No. This one actually didn't scare me. Ah. Didn't didn't freak me oh, out. It think... made me go Whoa! at the end, but that was about it. <laughs> Not like to the level that PT <laughs> genuinely fucking terrified me. As yeah. in, like I find it difficult to look at that game. Yeah, I heard very bad things about. It. That's why I never touched it because I'm smarter than that. Um, but that's but this is weird because everyone said, "What if Resident Evil got rebooted?" And then it came up Resident yeah. Evil after this VR. Yeah. It's like it's happening, and then and then like it faced in a color, so it's a Resident Evil Seven. I'm like, okay. Interesting. Mabel, that wasn't weird. What was weird, and actually redefined the meaning of weird, was whatever the hell that thing was with the man from Walking Dead. (laughs) That, Michael, was fucking weird. I'm okay with that, though, because it's made by Hideo fucking Kojima. I've never played a game of his. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, okay, I played the first one for ten minutes. Zone of the Enders. No. Okay, cool. He doesn't mean he's not he's not a, a name that rings any bells for me. He's a rock star of gaming. I uh, know, really I am aware, but this game just I've, I've no idea what's going on. But basically, this is what was left of PT. <sighs> this is how much of PT they're allowed to do without calling it Silent Hills or PT or bringing back Guillermo del Toro because he's busy working on Pacific Rim Two. God, more good news! Yay! Um, but. Hideo Kojima is still working with Norman Reedus for some reason. This was just... <laughs> it was... Oh. I, you know what? I don't care if this game sucks because it's given us a really funny meme and that's all I care about. Norman Reedus hugging the PS4. It's beautiful. It was just... It might as well have just had in big neon letters, Japan is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Japan is weird. But it's called Death Stranding. Uh, no date at all, but he's literally only just started working on this game. So that's understandable. Well, I don't know how people are getting excited about this. It's just a bear It's Hideo ass- Kojima. People will get excited oh, about God. him if he took a shit in your face. He's just he's just an odd man. 
That's all he is. He's, he's a man who makes very, very good games. That's the thing. Odd he's games. Made some odd games. Odd yes, games. But some of the best games. Okay. Not for me, Michael. Not it's not me. for you. But Norman Reedus hugging a uh, dead baby. So that's fun. As you do. With like five people flying. Yeah. I don't know. It was a weird, weird. one. What's next, Michael? Um, I kind of took us off script a little bit there. So you did. You want to go back to the to linear roll us version? Back a little bit. So VR was a big thing, but it didn't dominate the conference. So I'm okay with it. It was yeah. I expected it to be a really big thing because it's coming out pretty sharpish. We're yeah. going to be getting the first commercially available VR headsets. Yeah, and who'd have thought it would be the PSVR of all things? I know. After all the years that Oculus has been going. I know. Um, they showed off a FPS game called Farpoint, which is you stranded on what looks to be Mars, but might not be Mars, mm. foreign planet. Um, and it's an F- it's a full on FPS game with a story, and it's got proper. FPS controls. They're releasing a a new move style controller yep. thing that essentially looks like the Wii U crossbow um, to play it with. Awesome! That looks fine. I'd love to play like a fully immersive like space FPS. What I want to play more though is Star Wars Battlefront X Wing VR mission. That did look cool. Ah, oh, my god! Oh, that did I look played. I played a tech demo that somebody made of an X-Wing. It was a bootleg. Mm. Um, they essentially just like did the assets. Um, and it was an X-Wing game. And unfortunately, the combat sucked. I don't know who made it, but right. it rendered out the Death Star beautifully. Like, it had yeah, the scales. Yeah. Like, Ow, was this on VR? This is on VR. You try, you've had... I played it on an Oculus, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, I I've used, never had a go on I one. played an Oculus earlier this year. Ah, oh, look at you. It's so good. I, I had to do it. I was like, there's only one way to tell if this is authentic. I turned around and R2 was there. I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, That's what I want There from are this. some things in VR that do seem magical. Most of it doesn't, but that does. Yeah, the idea of like playing an actually commercially properly made game by DICE. Yeah. Where you fly an X-Wing with R2 in the back. That's, that's pretty tits, that is. Top notch. All about it. Yeah, but we're not going to be in VR headsets anytime soon. Oh, wait, so. There's a Batman VR game coming as well. I am not Batman, and I'm in no way qualified to be Batman. I don't know how you make I shouldn't be Batman, Batman VR. Also, Rocksteady are making it, and Mark Hamill's voice in the Joker again. So yeah, I know. After all the fuss they made over Arkham Knight. Yeah. I think it's probably because Arkham Knight was disappointing. Controversial opinions. It wasn't that disappointing. It was ultimately a bit disappointing, but it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't terrible. However, the most three important words, words that aren't terrible. Crash is back. I know this made you very happy, man. Oh my god, I exploded. When, when like the music, do, 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 I was like, ah! Every- okay. Now, now, admittedly, this is a litmus test of all things. They are remastering from the ground up, which means they're essentially remaking yeah. the original three Crash games, which are some of my favourite games ever. Yes. Well, what I was going to ask you was, I know you're very hyped for it and you're probably going to be ecstatic that you're getting some form of Crash. Were you not a bit deflated that it wasn't a brand new Crash game. It is essentially a brand new Crash game, but it, it's... Am, am I upset that it's not Crash 5? Is that what you yes. said? Not really. Okay. Purely because they are reintroducing Crash as a character who, let's face it, hasn't been relevant since about 2002. Yeah. Really. No. Uh, his PS2 games really sucked. Yeah. And then the games that were on the Wii and Xbox 360 really sucked. So we'd need to forget those. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned, the Crash uh, series ended with Wrath of Cortex, which was a PS2 launch. Yeah, like that's where it ended. That was the last Crash game. Uh, so the idea that we're going to get the original trilogy remastered is like them going. 
we know that 90s nostalgia means that people will buy this. Yeah. But maybe the kids will also buy it and go, oh, this Crash game seems cool. Then, bam, new Crash game. Well, that's why he's in Skylanders. Exactly. They're, they're, they're going to feed him back in. Did they make it apparent, and I hope to Christ they did, that this is a PS4 exclusive? Yeah, of course they did. So Crash is back. Crash is back. He's not longer whoring himself over at Microsoft. He's, he's at home. Back he's, under... he's at home. Oh, God, yes. Okay, that makes me happier. I know, right? I know for a fact this is going to be day one purchase. Even though I have Crash 1 and 3 already on my PS3. PS3. So I could just go and play them right now. Yeah, I could go I'm home. still and... excited. All I'm saying is, I'm happy to have him back. And I know that a brand new game is going to happen somewhere down the line. Can we get a Crash Team Racing remake as well, please? Thank you. Cheers. I never played Crash Team Racing. I love that It game. Was always seemed like a poor man's Mario Kart to it me. It was so. so much better. Oh, okay. It was one of the best racing whoa, games. Whoa, whoa. Seriously. Better than Mario Kart Double Dash. I love Double Dash. I love CTR more. Fair play. Okay. Here's one that I didn't expect, though. Yeah. Insomniac, creators of Ratchet & Clank, are doing a new Spider-Man game. The, the infamous people... Did so well at infamousing that they've been given Spider-Man. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? It's not the infamous people. That is Sucker Punch. I got confused, didn't I? I said the Ratchet and Clank people. My apologies. The thing is, on Son- Insomniac have put out brilliant games. Yeah. Brilliant platforming games. Yeah. And they now do brilliant open world games as well. And now they're doing Spider-Man. Do you know what? I, I, I put out a, a tweet. I said, do you hear that? That's the sound of Spider-Man 2 quaking in its boots. We are finally... Somehow they had two entire console generations to make a better Spider-Man game than Spider-Man 2 and failed on every single attempt at it. But I now, think this could be it. The weird white spider got on me. I like it. Mm, I like the I don't like anybody messing with my Spider-Man costume. Did but, you see, more importantly, they flashed up the Marvel logo. No. They specifically showed you the Marvel logo. Right. I think, now, also because the eyes had lenses, like in Civil War, Yeah. that Spider-Man is not the only MCU-style character that we're going to see in this thing. I'm thinking that if Marvel is smart, yeah. if this game is good, we're going to get some Avengers cameos. And I'd be down for that. Maybe. But I think because it is a PS4 exclusive, Marvel still have interest in keeping Microsoft happy. True. So I don't think they would then... Because Spider-Man... But Spider-Man's only on the Ascendancy now. It's not like Spider-Man's the biggest character anymore. That no, he's Iron Man and Cap, really. Yeah. Don't worry, Spider-Man's coming back and he will soon be back on his throne in his rightful place. But, yeah, I think if they start loading this up, Microsoft might get it. Oh, I'm not going to say hurt. they're going to be like, all oh, the Avengers show, but I'm like, Stark might show up. Cap okay, I could, I could see that. Banner might but show up. Regardless of that... The gameplay looks super smooth. Oh my god, it looks so it looks good. So 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 good. And uh, yeah, this Although, is... of all the things, like I didn't expect this. No, I just all. this didn't leak. None of Sony's announcements leaked. Microsoft no. was like a old age pensioner with the amount of leaking they were doing. Exactly, like a shitty boat. But this, yeah, they they this was second only to God of War as like the most hyped I have been for an announcement at the Sony conference. Just it's it has the potential. I have been butthurt by many a Spider-Man game over the last 10 years. It has the potential to be fantastic. There's something in my eye. Okay. Oh, fuck you. I'm getting rather sweary today. Is that everything from Sony? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So apart from all the stuff that we don't really care about, that's pretty much it from Sony. Have you heard the rumour? Go on. Doing the range. I think it's been disproven now, but apparently 
They did have Red Dead 2 ready to reveal. That's been debunked. I'm sure it has. Okay. Let's put it this way. If Rockstar can make an Iron Man movie move down the schedule to release GTA 5... Yeah. I, I, I can't remember which GTA it was, but it made, an, it made a Marvel movie move. Yeah. They don't need to play the E3 game. No. Not in the slightest. They will go... Rockstar will just go... Right, on August 12th, we're going to have an announcement, and everyone's be like, August 12th, oh my God, Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead, yeah, Red Dead, yeah. and then they'll do it. I will admit, had they come out with Red Dead 2 at this Sony conference, it would have been the greatest conference in human history. Yeah, they would have won. They, they, they would have won for the next 10 years, progressively. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, this year, Xbox, you really had some good stuff, giving away all those, you know, 10,000 free games of every Xbox purchase, but it wasn't quite as good as last year's Sony good one. as that E3 trailer of Red so, Dead that lasted a minute. Exactly. So I think this was the best conference of the show, but I don't think this is game of the show. I still think it's... South Park, to be honest. You think it's I coming think, up? Because we, we finished off on the Tuesday with not a conference, but the, the live treehouse presentation from Nintendo. They only had two games to show off, that being Pokemon Sun and Moon and the new Zelda game for NX and, and Wii U. Before we go any further, we're not making an episode of Gotta Cast Them All on the E3 news, because honestly, there wasn't a lot. The, the, so we'll cover it here. Yeah, we can, we can throw it all in here. In fact, I'm going to start with Pokemon, because I want to save the other one, the, the Zelda game for last. Yeah. So so they opened up, we've got... Um, well, combined with this and some Koro Koro Leagues, we now have five new Pokemon? Yes, we do. Oh yes. yeah, we didn't cover the Koro Koro Leagues, no. of course. Um, that showed off two new Pokemon. We got a koala, Michael. Yeah, was it five? Was it Nekumaru or something I don't like know. that? Basically, <laughs> koala with it, tree. Cute. Yeah, koala with tree. And unfortunately, the unfortunately named dog name. These are, that's the joke. The Japanese names was Nekumaru or something like that. Yeah. And the Japanese name for the dog Pokemon, which looks super cute, is unfortunately Iwanko. Oh no. I W A N K O. I'm like. Ah. All the Americans don't get why this is funny. We do. <laughs> um. Yeah, he so he's a rock dog. Yeah, rock dog. And rock dog, rock dog. And Karo Karo said that he and the free starters say a secret, which is very vague. Mm. I did for a think for a second, like, what if they're introducing him as a fourth starting option? That'd be interesting. Because I thought, but then I thought he doesn't work within the circle of parity. Nope. So I was like, because grass and water be strong against him, but he'd be strong against fire. But then fire would only be strong against grass. It would be weak against the other two. So it doesn't work in the kind of nice no. rock, paper, scissors style of thing. So maybe not. But we'll see. And um, we've got cute koala. So we've, that's another animal ticked off. Who just, is just a normal type. Yeah, just a normal type. Don't worry, Michael. The dolphin Pokemon's coming. Yep. Um, and then we had the three that were revealed at E3, which were Maggle. They were uh, Young Goose, who was... He was a Rattata. Uh, yeah, looks like a mongoose. Especially yep. with... Big dumb teeth and a Donald Trump haircut. Yep. Imagine angry sentry. So yeah, that's angry for it. Who is also a normal type, um, and it's just like a small little ferret thing. Yep. Looks cute. Looks cute. We also had, as confirmed, uh, this game's Pidgey. This game's Pidgey is Pikapek, who's a woodpecker. We got a woodpecker. We got it right. Yeah. We called this Um, woodpecker Pokemon, and it's normal and flying from the start. That'll as, be for the whole as expected evolutionary line, and then this game's token bug Pokemon is called Grubbin. That looks like a like a candy corn. It does look a bit like a candy. I don't corn. know what it's meant to be. Uh, maybe this is supposed to be like tusks or something, and that's uh. supposed to be like protective plating. I don't know. It's called the Lava Pokemon. 
Yep. Uh, it has the ability of Swarm as well. So, so it's a Wormple. It's a Wormple. So these were pretty generic early game Pokemon, we imagine. Nothing really out of the box here. The big thing was... Okay, we got more gameplay. We saw more of the like, the culture of Pokemon and the, the Hawaiian culture much more... Yeah, yeah. So, like, for example, you have your first battle in front of a crowd, basically. Yeah, the, the trainers now stay in the battles, which is cool. Yeah. I like that. The... Um, Areas are now dynamic in the sense that you're not just like there's a painting of some trees in the background and you're on two little discs. It's like you're actually standing in the field. That's pretty. That's cool. that's cool. Um, the big thing they revealed though was an all new type of battling battle royale. Battle royale, which is flawed. It is very flawed. In that, it should be last man standing. That's the only way that makes sense. But what it is is, if you didn't watch the trailer, basically it's it's. 1v1v1v1 a four way battle basically um, you can have up to six Pokemon I believe um, but the winner is decided thus a winner is only decided once one of the teams is knocked out so once the first person goes down and loses all six of their Pokemon the match is over and they then calculate who the winner is by the team that had the most knockouts overall yeah that seems odd they really could have gone down to the wire of Last Man Standing, which would be better. But there might be an option where you can switch it to Last Man Standing, which makes sense. But uh, yeah, this was a very odd... It didn't excite me. I wasn't no. like, I can't wait to play some Battle Royales. You know what actually excited me? Go on. The new battle screens look cool. I like the yeah. idea of being able to tap the Pokemon and see how many stages up or down they are. So like, how many stages they've raised their attack or how many stages you've lowered their defence. That, that's cool. That's it, useful. It is, but it felt a bit like easy mode. Yeah, but it's useful. It's useful, and I mean, but like the whole this is effective and this isn't. This is super effective. This is non effective. No, 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 it doesn't have. The, it doesn't have the super effective table in. If you use Swords Dance and then click on your Pokemon, you'll see that you've gone up two stages. No, but I mean, speed. on on the attack screen. Oh yeah. It will say this move is going to be super effective. I was like, again, that feels like hand holding. Yeah. I think I, I would end up turning that off because I just want to. We have no need for that, Michael. We're going to know. Okay, maybe with new Pokemon, we're not sure what the types are off the top of our heads, but. Yeah, I, it looked cool. It looked fine. Oh, yeah, we've got new forms for the legendaries. Yeah, we do. Uh, I believe they are called phases. Uh, they essentially look mm. like primal reversion. Uh, Radiant Sun and Full Moon phase. They they actually didn't get shown off on the stream. That was revealed on Twitter shortly afterwards. Yeah, that was odd. There was a lot of... Nintendo were on their Twitter game, I will say that. They they provided me with a lot of information. We'll say, though, their, their, their conference, their showy-off game, not strong. Yeah. Having Japanese developers... Awkwardly talk through translators for half an hour is not great. Not great. But yeah, we got a lot of the Pokemon Sun and Moon story. So apparently, your player has met a deity in the game oh. uh, known as Tapu Koko. Which may or may not be a Pokemon name. We don't know. Yep. Um, the start of the game shows you having a battle in your village with your new best friend. How? 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 Uh, How? <laughs> and all the characters there, like Professor Kukui, uh, Hala, uh, Lily. Hala! They're all there. Hala! Hala! <laughs> um, and yeah, it's very much tribal based. And um, oh god, there was a, the name of the first island was also revealed as well of what it's. Is it Mal- Melu Melu, I think, something like that? Melon. Melon. Melon! Melon! <laughs> but yeah, I think it's Melon Melo. Um, okay. Which is the name of the first island. So all the islands will have individual names and individual dexes. Cool! So it's like. Oh, like the mountainous region, the yeah. coastal region. So like you've got the Melon Melo Pokedex and then the second island Pokedex, third island right, Pokedex, fourth right, right, island right, Pokedex, right. national Pokedex. Okay, cool. Um, 
See it, not monumental announcements here, but but some fun little tidbits about Pokemon to so keep sticking over. It's enough. We saw the game running. And exactly, that's, and, and, that it, was nice. and it looks good. Right then, Michael, the main event. Yep. The game I feel that everyone is talking about coming out of E3, and the one that really did make me very annoyed that I don't currently own a Nintendo home console. Legend of Zelda, admittedly stupid subtitle, Breath of the Wild. I like the subtitle. <laughs> that was the Breath of the Wild, Michael. Oh, cool. This looks so fucking good. It really does. Oh my god, am I pissed off that I don't own a Wii <laughs> I have never once in my life regretted my decision to not buy a Wii U, but oh my sweet Jesus fuck do I want to play this game. Shall I make you feel a little bit better? Go for it. Do you know when this game is coming out? Go on. When the NX launches. I'm still not buying an NX day one. That's a shame. That yeah. is a shame. Are you going to buy one, Muggle? I'm thinking about it. That's my boy. If not... A Wii U will be cheap by that point. I will say though, this is a console seller. It is because this because it's just Zelda. Looks... You don't. It, it could be shit, and it would still be a console seller. But it looks amazing. It looked unbelievably good. It looked like a culmination of everything we've been doing since Ocarina of Time, in more ways than one. Because it's got that kind of Wind Waker art style. Which they point out in the live stream is like based on anime, and then it clicked. I was like, oh my god, this does look like I'm playing a goddamn anime. It looks beautiful. They've also got the the um, Chub Chu design from Wind Waker, the kind of big blob glass thing. They've got the little Dooku tree Chub-choo, helper thing. Chibi. That's what I mean. They've got the little Dooku Dooku tree helpers from Wind Deku. Waker. Jesus Deku. Christ. Deku, shut up. They've got him. They've got Makar. And I was like, oh my God, it's just Wind Waker too. But then I thought about it. It was like, this genuinely feels like, like a late timeline game. Because he's got all that well, wind in ruins, so like exactly. This sense. feels like it could be a sequel to, to Wind Waker, where there's the, you know they have released the prison because at the end of Wind Waker they seal Hyrule away. Because he's got that Wind Waker style, but the Temple of Time is there and it's in ruins. Death Mountains in the background. Yeah, Hyrule Castles in the background. Exactly. Oh, it looks huge. Michael. And apparently, uh, they the only thing they're showing off on the show floor is Breath of the Wild. And they're only showing off the first area, which is called the Great Plateau. Yeah. And apparently, it is impossible, even if you sat there and played all day, to explore everything. Exactly. And it, and it looks, it looks more naturalistic than any Zelda game we've ever played. It feels a bit not like Minecraft, but like those like survival games. But you've Ooh, got to chop yeah. down trees. There are crafting elements in this game. Yeah. There are like depletable weapons in this game. And oh, I'm never happy about depletable weapons. Well, I mean, like obviously the Master you. Sword won't be, but like. You can upgrade weapons and you can look after your kit and you have to survive and eat food and you don't have to cut grass to get hearts. Now you can just eat food. And Oh, God, Michael. Everything about this just made me so happy. Um, the one thing I will say that I was a bit kind of taken aback by was that... Well, two things. One, they're speaking English. Yeah, there's voice acting at the, the start. The woman was like, wait the... It took me a second to realise <laughs> what was happening. Wait the fuck up, Link. It took me a second to realise what was happening. I was like, oh my God, they're speaking English. That's never happened before. Jesus. The one thing... Well, obviously there's the major radical change that Link now has a ponytail. And no hat. And wearing blue. <laughs> and wearing blue. I mean, but if it worked for Tommy from the Power Rangers and David Seaman, two of my childhood heroes, <laughs> it's okay for Link to have a ponytail as well. <laughs> the one thing... That I was a bit like, what? There's technology. Yeah, the Sheikah slate. Yeah, and he technology. wakes up from like a like a like a hibernation bed. He wakes up from what is officially called the Shrine of Resurrection. 
And that felt odd. It did feel odd. Putting technology... The second he got out of that place, it It's didn't still feel very like... mystical technology. It's not like circuitry. It's but, very... But it didn't feel too far removed from machinery. No, it didn't. We saw a bit of that in Skyward Sword with that weird, like, retro temple. Yeah. Where yeah. they had, like, gears and stuff. But no, this felt like a proper, like, machine. It felt like something out of fucking um, Minority Report at the start of it when he's waking up the blue yeah. thing. I was like, I don't know how I feel about technology creeping into my Zelda game. Yeah, but then you watch five hours of gameplay and it's yeah, really running around chopping down trees. Running around chopping so down trees and killing goblins, you know. Yeah. I think this was game of the show. For me, at least. I, I was so excited and just so taken aback by everything. There was not a single thing they showed me. Like I said, the technology is questionable, but I'm not, like, abjectly against it. I, I'm... I'm Trepidatious, but not like oh the print technology in my thing. I sat and watched about five hours of them playing this yeah, game. There's, there's like so many videos of like thirty nine minutes of gameplay, sixty two minutes of gameplay, one hundred and forty six minutes. I was like, okay, I get it. There's a lot of video footage out there, but oh yeah, it just I can't wait to get that game. It does look fun. Compoker by Crook, I will end up playing that game because it just looked like because after the kind of business that was Skyward Sword, which I've only soured on, the more I think about it, this looks like a a turn in the right direction. You're not going to be waggling around your stupid sword figure. You're going to have a console in your hand to play it with. And that just excites me. Great. You can see how happy I am. I know, you are happy. I'm very I'm tired, Michael. It looks like a great game. I can't argue with you. It looks amazing. I think the presentation style was a bit to be desired, but other than that, it's great. I think the trailer, and had they, and if you just watch the gameplay, you don't listen to the dev talk, which, which did hinder a lot of Nintendo things. Yeah. Everything they showed off was kind of this weird Japanese thing. But <laughs> if it's not Reggie, I don't care. No, no, no. Put Reggie out there or, or just everyone stop bending down to Shiguri, then that's fine. Well, Shigeru showed up. Did he? he? Oh, I didn't see he that. Sh- he showed up for a lot of stuff. He showed up for Breath of the Wild and then he showed up for Pokemon Go. No, thanks for that. He showed up Breath for Pokemon Go. We didn't mention Pokemon Go. Uh, it was uh, actually not on the same day. It was yesterday. Um, Pokemon Go, oh, let's say yesterday, it was the... Uh, the 16th right they showed off Pokemon Go uh, Pokemon Go by the way uh, the Pokemon Go plus the actual physical thing that ties it to the game uh, comes out at the end of this month no end, end, end of next month sorry end of July so holy sweet crap. I'm excited right I'll get it I think that's every free covered Michael yeah there wasn't much from the floor this year which to be fair I understand. I, I, I get it, but I, I thought we might get you know one or two little things coming out, like like a new Marvel game that's going to be cross-platform, like a like a Ultimate Alliance type, uh, Ultimate Alliance three. That would be cool. Be. Something like that. I thought well, we get some low sorry, scale. Sorry, sorry. Well, I thought we get some low scale multi-platform things, but I can't really think of anything that's come out from the floor that's really like made waves. Yeah, nothing huge, which is fine. There's that's still fine. time for that because at the minute it is still going on. E uh, three is scheduled to end tomorrow, I think. Mm-hmm. At least the show floor, sorry. Or maybe it's Saturday. I can't remember. Uh, either way, it's going to end soon, but nothing big has come from the show floor, which kind of makes me believe that a lot of the games we've already heard about are coming out this year, so yeah. maybe they're just playing that. But still, an exciting E3. Not a great, not a game-changing one. I think that'll be next year, because we'll have the NX next year. We'll have... More details on the Scorpio. We, I, I think we'll have seen the Scorpio by then. If not, they'll be revealed there. We will definitely have seen the PS4 4.5 by there because we'll have the Sony experience, which I think is like autumn time. They have like the standalone Sony Something conference. Like that. So I reckon we'll get the, the 4.5 there. They can always take it to like Gamescom or something yeah. like that. They'll expand on it next year's E3. But yeah, I'm excited, Magal. Yeah, it's good time to be a gamer, really. Yes, it is. There is literally something for everyone this year. Everybody. 
Yeah, man. Right, you can follow me on Twitter at the Guthrie. You can also check out my soon-to-be-coming articles on the Legend of Zelda franchise over at FailEntertainment.com, which you should go to anyway because I have been covering all of E3 quite Doing diligently. A stand-up job, Michael. Gee, you would not believe how prepared, how like I've been really churning my journalistic, um, churning, turning my journalistic gears. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, yeah, it's been super fun, and I have six articles out. Yes, that's right, six covering each conference in detail, what I liked, what I didn't like, turning a critical eye over the whole fanfare that is E3. And, of course, we've got a heck of a lot of new shorts coming out recently. We've been really big on our new shorts game. If you like news, if you like parodies, you probably like those, so go and read them. They're all over at fanstainment.com. You can also go to Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and Minds to follow us under the usernames FowlENT, that is FowlENT. Join us next time when you probably won't be talking much yourselves because this doesn't happen very often. No. Uh, we'll have a, a Gotta Cast them all coming up soon because I am knee deep in my Nuzlocke challenge and having a horrible time of it. And I am set to start very soon. Yes. Um, and more importantly, we will be having uh, a Pokemon Go uh, dedicated episode as well because I intend to buy the Plus. I am day one on the Plus. So we will. I know I'm stupid. Oh, I my know God. I'm stupid. I do it for the love of Pokemon. Though. Oh, bless you. And, of course, there's also the Warcraft review coming out. It's not out right now. It probably will be by the time we listen to this. There we go. We saw Warcraft. Yeah. Pop Scorn is still going. And Woo! Jesus Christ, sometimes we wish we wouldn't. Sometimes we do. Uh, bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.